0: There's
1: another side to good health, and
0: that's good mental health. Let's talk about DC. Let's talk about DC. It's we're a few weeks removed, of course, but
1: yeah, I feel like we might have a better picture of what we did looking at it further away now.
0: It's so wild, and I and we talked about this during the trip, but the the, the three times that we've been brought together in person now have all been for shoots and all have been for like three days Mm -hmm. roughly Mm -hmm. and at least one if not two or three of those days are usually like you know 15 hour shoot days where we're just like grinding yep,
1: up at the crack of dawn burning the midnight oil yeah entirely yeah
0: so it doesn't leave room for much reflection (laughs) yeah reflection or even like acknowledgement of what you're doing right yeah
1: yeah what did you take
0: away from this last interaction it
2: was uh exciting as always to to know that we have a meet coming up um dc i like that terminology
0: by the way a meet a meet a meet cute (laughs) in dc like a like we're a track team yeah right I, I I, i
1: immediately thought of like yeah like a track meet (laughs)
2: <laughs> well sometimes you know when we're shooting we are running at a thousand miles per hour so running and gunning we're it a runner we're a track star maybe apropos yeah. um when you know when we have a meet coming up we're gnashing our gums you know talking about all of the things we're gonna do together we're gonna you know we're gonna let's go here let's go there let's let's see if we can get this person let's see if we can you know we're tr- we're like yeah it's like Disney World. We're, we're, we're amping up for the, the trip to Disney World. And then when we're there, it's just like deep appreciation for each other's presence. And like yeah. the first 30 minutes is always like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> it's ah, so good to yeah. see you.
1: <laughs> I can't I can't believe we're together. This is right. Amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, you know, we went into it with a pretty lofty uh, goal. You know, we, we we had our fingers crossed hoping that, you know, we'd be able to speak to one person in particular, even though, you know, we had a lot of other things we wanted to accomplish uh, and, and did. So, like, you know, l- looking at it overall was a huge success. Obviously, any time we get to log huggable hours is a huge win for, for us. And um, we didn't have the huggable hour counter on us at the moment or at, at the time, but I would say uh, ballpark twenty a day.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Save back. My 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 hug tank was full.
0: <laughs> Easy money. Yeah, you're 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 so right. Um, yeah, there was that that one lofty goal, which I feel like is present on a lot of trips, and and is a good thing to have. It's like one main objective, and then a bunch of ancillary objectives that, if they happen, great. They add to the the mélange they add to the soup um but yeah we we accomplished that main goal and we can stop beating around it we got to hang with rory mcelroy (laughs) but for me instant reaction i think like it also it goes i think something that we should talk about uh and something that occupied a lot of space for us during the trip was the draft opinion that was leaked yes by the supreme court while we were in dc um, the, the day we touch down the day we touched down, which basically the draft opinion would have you know would overturn Roe v Wade um, and would trigger about 28 states to outlaw abortion. Wild uh, really emotional mm-hmm. And we talked about this a lot on the trip. It's it's hard that when we're brought to a place, Buy a production company, buy a sponsor, and we're there to do a very specific job, and in, in a very specific and short amount of time, it can be hard to fully process everything that's going on. Certainly, outside of our immediate environment, but even inside our environment, right? Like, it, like we were saying, it's like it's hard to be fully present when you're running around and and shooting and trying to be on camera and trying to tell a story and trying to interview people and and do all those things. And um, I think on this trip and with that specific context, the draft opinion that was leaked that was the the perfect example of that phenomenon happening for us where where we were we were aware that this thing was happening outside of us outside of our zone but like we were in the city that it was happening in yeah but you know just we weren't able to really wrap our heads around it at least I'm I'm speaking from my my perspective but um I will say that you know once we finished our job once we got done what we were need what we needed to do we went out and we were able to be people and be citizens and be dissenting citizens um in front of the supreme court and that was emotional and that was like hard and challenging especially switching gears switching environments so quickly but i think it was important for us to be a part of that for sure. We, I remember us talking
2: about this amongst ourselves, like while we were at the course, um, we were there to do a job and it occupied a lot of mental and emotional energy. Like for while we were there, um, the, the job that is like, while we were at the course, our our mental and emotional energy was focused on the task at hand and, you know, we had, we had seen social media, we had gotten messages from friends, and like knew that all this stuff was happening. Um, and it was honestly a a little bit challenging to to focus on on both, you know. Um, but something I think we do well is compartmentalize, and uh, yeah, you know, we lean on one another when when we need to. And we had a moment where we like we literally looked at one another, and we were like. Like we know, can't do it right now, but as soon as cameras go down, like we can be humans. <laughs> so I, I'm grateful that we were in a position to um to be present in uh in the Capitol and to and, and to make others or to to let others know like where our priorities lie and to uh, to let our friends and family know like, yo, like we we got you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we we know we're you know, we're working, we get to do a cool thing, we're together, we're you know, w- what we're doing is dope. There's no doubt about that, but like at the same time, there's something bigger than us happening, and that's important to us as well. And like the three of us cis men, like we have our priorities straight and know <laughs> what the fuck is up. and like mm-hmm. we will pull up. <laughs> like we will pull up when the when the time and place calls for it and this was absolutely one of those times where we needed to pull up and we did and i'm I'm proud of us for doing that and um I hope that listeners uh uh know that you know
1: the shrinks are with y'all
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah hundred percent I think one thing that i I see from my perspective is for for the three of us that exist very much on social media and online when tragedies happen whether it's uh, Texas, Buffalo um, the, the SCOTUS leak it's, it's really tough to process in real time and try to make any sense of it um, but also show that you are supporting or dissenting or or uh, you know, putting something out there for the world to know where you stand. and uh, yeah, when you're when you're doing a job, when you're working, when we're all working on our day-to- day of things not related to the golf world, it's it's really tough to work through that in like I said in, in that real time and, and have the space to you know, make a rational, post or yeah you know put something out there that is that actually represents how you feel versus just throwing out something that is very um reactionary and i think that's yeah. tough it,
0: it opens the door for a, a really good conversation about uh, what is what is helpful in those situations mm. from Online displays of solidarity and advocacy, allyship, activism.
2: I don't know the answer to that. You know,
0: yeah, and and I feel like it's personal. Like it's a decision that you have to make. You have to be comfortable making yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, it's it's a it's a question and it's a topic that I struggle with really heavily, really really mm. deeply. Mm. Um, Same. There's there's things like that that I personally, like, want to be really thoughtful about and want to give space to read and listen and react within myself when a situation is developing that sometimes I feel like immediate reaction isn't going to help anything. Mm-hmm yeah I don't know it it's it's really it's hard for me to know if it's helpful for me to share a graphic that is already in the vacuum that I exist in and that a lot of my followers exist in mm-hmm. that isn't really adding anything to the conversation other than signaling to the people that follow me and see my Instagram story that oh he like gets it, yeah, yeah and i don't know like that's it's a tough it's it's hard for me to know if that is adding something valuable or if it's just a sh- a display that isn't authentic and feels like a box for me to check i feel you and feel like my job is done mm-hmm. you know cuz like i don't want to yeah. feel like that yeah yeah uh
2: we while we were outside of the capitol building um I was like transported back to the summer of 2020. And let me preface all of what I'm about to say by saying that our situations and what is what was at stake um, when we were in DC and in the summer of 2020 do not compare. Mm-hmm. Um, however, a protest is a protest. A rally is a rally. People gathering together picketing, holding up signs, chanting, fighting for their rights, that is something that I know very well in my point of view or my situation, uh, again, go back to 2020, um, when I didn't see folks, uh, rallying around me or my cause, uh, it, I won't say it hurt, but it, Mm -hmm. it definitely like caused me to question, you know, it was definitely like, okay. Like I know you're, you're active on social media. So this seems Mm -hmm. like one of those times where like one would be active, especially if they agree with what's going on or agree with what the conversation is. Um, Or, or, you know, if they're on my side of the conversation that is Um, what they do offline is, is, you know, that's not up to me. That's not, I can't, I can't hold them accountable for that, but it was comforting to know that at least like, damn. All right. They, they see it. Like they, they at least know Mm -hmm. from their purview what I'm going through or, or like they've seen something that resonated with them and like felt it, felt it was important to like lock arms with the person that is that is really feeling this, really going through this right now. Um, that said, you know it, it's the internet. You know, like you can't, you're you're not going to win. Like the, the the person that doesn't post anything could very well be the person that you know was standing next to us in DC holding a sign, you know, screaming at right. the top of their lungs, and the person who posts ten graphics in a row, all relevant, all like hard hitting points, all. You know, like pointing to the cause that you know we were all rallying around, um, very well could have just posted that just to post it and like we'll never think about it again. So right. I think it's just a, a reminder to to check your heart, you know, like and if you are of the mind that women's bodies belong to them and they should have autonomy and uh those that are that that don't, that are not uh, that don't have a uterus and don't, are, are not in that position, have no say in that. If you're of that mind, then do what you can online offline to support that. And like, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, I don't think there was any way for us to know what the right thing to do was in that moment. But I know seeing friends and family be on my side
1: was comforting I think my my just like my quick take on I don't know wh- whatever you might call it virtue signaling, uh, moral grandstanding on social media, like my my personal opinion of, of like how the things that I choose to share on social is uh, sometimes I don't see the purpose of of sharing the graphics or the very similar to what to what Connor said like because like me personally in my personal life. I have found that I've had the best conversations with people offline in person or via DM Mm -hmm. and it, and it didn't come from like my views weren't changed based on someone's post. right? Because a lot of times those posts are very divisive and it's like, you know, you either stand on one side or the other. And if you are not on my side or the other side, then it's either like, fuck you. I don't care about your thoughts or, Hey, I, I, I agree with you. That's we're on the same page. So in my opinion it's a lot of times I choose not to share, not because I don't feel strongly one way or the other. It's I see more value in having an actual conversation with someone versus just sharing something just to share it, to show like Connor said, just to like check the box. So, and, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a truly a dilemma for myself because I see other people sharing, and I don't want—I don't want to not share information that I think is important. And sometimes I do choose to, but more often than not, I don't because I—I—I'm just maybe just paralyzed with should I or shouldn't I or like is this that's real gonna, too. Is this—is this, is this going to help? Yeah. Is this going to be? Am I adding value to the conversation, or am I just signaling that this is where I stand? That's and real too, man. And, and that's not something. And that's just not really what I want to do with my life. So, yeah, it's tough. I, I'm, I'm right there with with you. It's just I don't, I don't know what you should or shouldn't do. So, yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's it's really tough, and I think, I think a lot of people struggle with that in today's extremely digital yeah. communication age.
0: It is tough. I I don't think there is an answer. I think it's it, again. I think it is like it's a it's a personal quandary for sure. You you said this, Brad. Like you need to check check your heart, look inward. Yeah, what, what do you feel is right? That's what you go off of, you know. Like- yeah, social media and and online information sharing systems can do a ton of good and have done a ton of good around community organizing. And I don't know that I had a lot of conversations with my friends around this when when Trump was elected as president and people. Flocked to Twitter like Twitter became it. the avenue. The it became the avenue for where political discourse was shared. Yeah, but like Twitter was Trump's medium. Like that was that was the language that he won the presidential election he said, through. <laughs> I was molded by it. <laughs> exactly, and and so like to think that the way to beat Trump is by tweeting more is asinine because. That's his space. That's his medium. We're not gonna win any arguments by somebody I heard somebody say this. Like Twitter is just like we're just we're not gonna win any arguments by throwing fortune cookies at each other. Like we can't have an we can't have civil, (laughs) civil political discourse about complicated issues in 150 characters or less. No wonder it's derivative. It's It's literally derivative. It's literally reductive. Yeah. Like those conversations need to be happening happening long form. Right. So that's why I'm grateful that like we have we even have this space to to talk about the ickiness that comes with yeah this type of situation and we're like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what if I don't know what adds value. I don't know what's positive. And it's something that like I think we should talk about more on and offline. Like on online but not recorded. So offline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we use iMessage so it's also yeah. online. Yeah. All, all communication is internet driven. It's in, it's right. in, the, cloud. It's in the cloud. It's all internet.
2: <laughs> I'm just. I'm happy to know that like it's okay to feel icky with y'all, and like I'm yeah. not afraid of putting this out because like it's the reality of where we're at, and like that's what our entire fucking show is about. <laughs> and, like yeah. this is a this is a a journal for us as much as it is a podcast, and as much as it is. Um, an exploration of our relationships to one another into the sport of golf. Like this is the reality of where we are. And like, I feel like that's okay. And I'm not mm-hmm. judging either one of y'all for what you said. And I don't feel like there's any judgment
1: being passed over on me either. So, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, man, I think it's important to know that we, none of us claim to know all of the answers. Hell and no. We're just, you know, we say it. we're we're curious boys. We're, we're looking it. for an, we're looking for answers. I guess the the here's how we tie it into golf.
0: The Wells Fargo was awesome, and we'll get into that. But you would never know that a Supreme Court opinion was just leaked that violated the human rights of people who can get pregnant at right. that golf tournament. You would never know. Not at all. It was like we were in a cloud. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. like Yeah that's what accentuated the icky feeling for all of us. I think I'll, I'll just, I'll keep speaking for myself. That's what accentuated the icky feeling for me was, are we like what? It feels weird to be talking about golf right now. There's some shit happening 20 miles, less than 20 miles away from here. And we're just not talking about it. Yeah. But the tournament was really fun.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was, um, you're right. I I echo that, you know, um, we, we were bumping into people and, and talking with people and it was like business as usual, uh, yep. which, you know, like we said at the at the beginning, you know, we were there to do a job. I guess they were, too. Um, but you're right. Um, but the tournament was awesome. Uh, it was a lot more humid than I was prepared for. <laughs> Chest was sweaty. Yeah. Uh, but. The the, I mean, dude, the course was gorgeous. Uh, you know, like what are we? <laughs> the course was pure. Um, slope, slope rating. Uh, shout out to the first tee, and shout out mm-hmm. to Elijah and Jakari and Joya and Leonard. Uh, the incredible first tee ambassadors and chapter coaches that were brought out. um, And we got to hang with them the day before the tournament. And we got to watch them during their, their, their pro-am appearance. Uh, And that was, that was dope. Like I had so much jealousy just like pouring over me. Like (laughs) they had cameras following them and like, Right. (laughs) They had the cameras, they had the, they had the, the uh, their, their name, like a bucket list thing for me definitely is like having somebody announce my name before I, I tee off. Oh yeah. Um, yes, yes, please. But they had the, I guess the, the disadvantage of, uh, multiple cameras on them. Um, us watching them and the one of the greatest golfers to ever walk the planet.
0: <laughs> uh, Alongside them, t- them. Right. He set them at ease so quickly though. Oh yeah. He's like, the nicest man. Yeah, Check tape. Right. Check. Exactly. Check tape. He was like, I've seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, you won't hit
1: a shot that I haven't seen. <laughs> right. So you're good. Right. You're chilling. I, I like that. He said, I'm the one, That's here to golf. You guys, like, don't worry about don't worry about the golf. I've got it, right? Yeah, that's that's a good feeling on the first tee when Rory McIlroy said he's got you on the golf course. I love that.
2: Yeah, what were y'all thinking about or feeling like? Because we we had already met. I I don't want
0: to call them kids. That feels (laughs) inappropriate. I know. I never knew how to refer to them. The uh, the, (laughs) The, the, the young, the young, the first tee ambassadors Uh, representatives ambassadors yeah recent graduates
1: of the the alumni right the
2: alumni alumni what were you feeling watching the alumni about to tee off i
0: um i'll go first Uh, panic (laughs) terror super super panic like panic at the disco hyper hyper panic i was like please all four shots get airborne please like
1: please just airborne that's all we need no like like my my kids they don't play any sports yet like organized sports but i had the feeling of like how i think i'll feel someday just yeah the protective dad the,
0: the, the nerves like like preemptive secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and and it, was, it it didn't come true. Like we. It, yeah. Yeah. Whew, thank N- God they rocked the, it. And the first the first hole was no fucking joke either. No, well, no, first of all, no. so they so Rory teed off. You know, it was a it was a par four dogleg right. Mm-hmm. It was like you know four hundred and forty yards or something like that. And he had a force carry off the tee. He had to hit the ball. You know, you have to hit it like probably two hundred yards to get it. To the fairway, two hundred twenty yards to get to the fairway at all, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit! Like, are they going to make them tee off back here? Because this is a visually intimidating tee shot." Thankfully, they moved them up a couple of tee boxes yep. all day, so they didn't have to. <laughs> they didn't have to blast. But it was no, it was no picnic. So no. yes, panic, panic. Um. Yeah. The the distance. You know, when you when
2: you're playing like a nicer course and they have championship tees, like unless you're yeah. playing like a TPC. Like you don't really get the the how how far of a distance it is um from the blues to the championship tees or what right. you know whatever your 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 club's uh quote unquote tips are. Uh, yeah. But at Potomac, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Um they were they were back there you could put the Pentagon between the tips and and the next closest tease on some of these holes. Like it was that, that serious. Uh, But yeah, they, they are ambassadors uh, found a fairway. And like, before you knew it, they were walking alongside
0: Rory McIlroy. Like that's, that's just insane. He gave them so much time too. Yeah. And that, that's what I would say impressed me the most about him and their and his engagement with them and even us was just how open he was yeah. and didn't have to be, right? Yeah. And that was a that was a nervy moment for us. We were we were talking about it before we met him and before we went we walked with the group. You know, it's one of those like meet your heroes kind of moments. You don't want to you you don't want them to be an asshole. You don't mm-hmm. want them to be you know, what What they could be, right, after having fame and money for years since, like, More than half his life, yeah. Right. Um, and the opposite was, in fact, true. Yeah. yeah. You know, we we weren't sure. We really, like,
2: I'm so glad it happened, but we weren't sure it was going to, like... Right. Because uh, we, I mean, let's face it, we didn't have the credential to get under the ropes. We didn't,
0: <laughs> we didn't even have access to, to Rory, We're, but... <laughs> He was in yeah. our group and I think we all looked at each other and we were like, I mean, of course we're gonna fucking talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We we're like, gonna make it work what?
0: somehow. What? Of course we are. Yeah. Even if it
2: meant like shouting questions at him <laughs> over the ropes. <laughs> like hope yes. he pushes one right so he can come over yeah. to the to the rough and like we can hey Roy.
0: <laughs> well, this is actually this segues perfectly into a, a question that I got um yesterday via Instagram. Let me pull it up real quick. Oh well, first of all, somebody named Evan said, "Why does he look so tiny?"
1: Um, Yikes! I mean, Evan, do,
0: do your Googles.
1: Uh, he ain't that big. <laughs> I
0: don't short, know what to tell you. He's he's, he's yeah. a short king.
1: Yeah. I mean, none of us are tall either, so I don't know what you're saying, Evan. But yeah, I think we, we tip out at six feet. Like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: and it ain't me. In the Doc Martens. <laughs> Yeah, it's not
0: right. me either. Dog <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the, the real question is um how did you how did you make it happen with Rory and what was the first thing that you said to him? Mm, Could Connor. also check tape for that, because Connor,
2: yeah. you, you Connor. made first contact. It
0: was recorded. It yes. was it was it's on yes, you can check tape. I guess so the first question, how did how did we make it happen? Uh, well, first of all, we should mention we were brought to the Wells Fargo championship by scratch and Wells Fargo scratch. We've worked with before a video profile of us will be released in the next couple of weeks, which is very exciting. Um, but this video series was all for social media and it was all to, um, showcase the experience of these four HBCU grads, golfers, uh alum uh, first tee representatives their mm-hmm. their list like amazing citizens incredible student athletes like all of the the list of credentials for these folks goes on and on and on all of them had over a 4.0 gpa like mm-hmm. yeah which i was like
1: mm-hmm. jesus ah, man. I,
0: is ah. it out of five these days or what right? like
1: yeah. fuck.
0: what did i miss right um and so, so we we were telling like their story. We were we were there to interview them and talk about their experience playing in this pro am event with Rory McIlroy, who they selected as their pick. They had like a draft session, right, the night before the pro am pick party, which sounds like a hoot and a <laughs> half. <laughs> not really um and anyway so i think we made it through so with the first couple holes we let them play with rory and and they were just like getting the nerves out we didn't want to step too close to them while they were you know there were like mad cameras on them yeah there was because it was not just our cameras from scratch but it was like the pga tour had cameras the local news stations had cameras the the course agency had cameras like there were there were like ten cameras on these, yeah, on like these Wells players. Fargo Wells Fargo had people out there. Right. Right. And so I think we we like huddled before and we were like, let's not add any more pressure to them while they're like trying to find their footing with Rory McElroy. Right. On so this golf think, course too. Like Yes. That course no was joke. no joke. Yeah. No picnic. So we get through like four holes, and there was this weird section where we crossed a road so everybody sort of like funneled together we had finally started our interviews with um with the with the alumni and we were all we were inside the ropes we were funneling across the street and um i had sort of like i forget separated for some reason i think you guys were doing an interview up front and I hear a quickly clap Yeah, bar.
1: I was I was talking to Elijah, and you and Rory had funneled, like side by side, like yeah. like yeah. like middle school, like grade school, like right I behind was the us. Line leader. Yeah, yeah, and we was and like so it was like it was it was like Elijah, yeah. myself, Brad was kind of like to the left of Elijah, and then I, I I I caught you from my peripheral, and I was like, oh my god, he's Connor's walking right next to Rory. Okay, go.
0: <laughs> and I heard the I heard the. The clickety clack of his metal ass spikes because it was raining that day on the pavement, and I turned around. I was like, "Who the fuck is who's wearing metal spikes?" And it was Rory, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's right there." And so. I think I asked him about the metal spikes first. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, was like oh. I was like, you're wear- uh you're wearing metal spikes. Thoughts. <laughs> was like it's like, yep. Helps helps traction. But he, you know, he was he he gave a smile and was like, not a dick. So I was like, okay, now or never game time. Uh so we got in there with the favorite golf smells question to which he delivered a delightfully thoughtful answer. Mm-hmm. Banger. If you haven't heard it or seen it, go to Scratch's Instagram page and, and watch the video. Um, he talked about huffing aqua, aqua <laughs> paint, paint, paint petrol. In petrol in the back, in the back of his, uh, what's the name of his club again? Is it Holyoke? No, Man, he, he said
1: like in the name of like some dude's shop. John yeah, yeah, John
0: yeah. John Morrow shop or something. What he say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He used to. So he used to change his own grips, which is a cool thing to do. Yeah. And Cole Young and <laughs> he, uh, you know, to to fasten the grips to get them all sticky on the inside so they attach to the club. You have to pour this like chemical solution on the grips, and apparently that chemical solution gave off a mighty fume, and so that was his favorite golf smell. Which mm-hmm. is like, if you drill down, like, that's so beautiful. I love that it's a nasty smell. I, I'm always, I'm obsessed when we have a guest on and we ask them the, their favorite smells and it's something nasty. Yeah.
1: Mm. Goose, goose shit.
0: That was a goose good one. Goose but shit. The, yeah. The lake. Because that, that shows that it's not just, it's, it's deeper than the actual scent of it. It's, it's attached to nostalgia. It's right. attached mm-hmm. to a feeling. It's attached mm-hmm. to a memory. And um, for him, it clearly was he got he was like st- he was clearly like stoked about that. Yeah. Yeah. He had his cat. So and, and, and it
1: was it was like yeah. immediate too. he was he didn't yes. think about it. He's like, oh, yeah, it was the 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 solution back at this dude's shop back at home. Yeah. Jimmy O'Toole's. Yeah. Yeah. Club factory. And it was <laughs> like, you know, like he didn't. And, and obviously he had no prep. We caught him off guard. We were just walking. So like that was a, a legitimate from the heart answer, which was so beautiful.
0: Yeah. And just, unless, yeah. unless he was ripping GGT pods like Ooh, the night before is. being like, those, these motherfuckers are going to, oh, no, that was a, that was a regular Ash accent. <laughs> <laughs> northern. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. go. He's north. He's northern. Yeah. He was like, these motherfuckers are going to hit me with the smell <laughs> question. I got to have something ready. That ain't I, bad. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure he did his homework. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we did have uh, a recent uptick in
2: subscribers. So, <laughs> plausible
1: (laughs) plausible yeah he might he he didn't follow us from his regular ig he might have went from the finsta so we don't know yeah we'll find you worry um Uh, i just want to add a nasty golf smell that i i recently just discovered that i i really like um like the the smell of like beer in a can that's been like left in a golf cart um one of my first one of my first jobs so it's been like cooking in the sun um but like one of my first jobs was at a, a golf course filling up the golf carts with gas and cleaning them out and just like i got a whiff of that Rank. tonight i played yeah i played golf tonight and i got a whiff Sick. of it from a i walked past the cart i was like oh my god it trans transported me back to my childhood of like when i was 14 <laughs> filling Fuck up the yeah, cart, filling up the carts with gas grabbing out all the old beer cans that are crushed and throwing them in the garbage and and it was just like it just took me back, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this smell!" Like, oh man, yeah. So, like, nasty cooked beer, Miller Lite that's been in the sun for eighteen holes. Yes, yeah, that skunked, is what that is skunked my favorite ass beer. Skunk Sk- Miller yeah. Lite.
2: Yeah, I used to work a on a
0: a recycling truck in Sea Isle City, New Jersey. Oh, you you yeah. know that smell. You know that. So smell. I know that's ninety five degrees, one hundred and eighty percent humidity <laughs> on the ocean. One hundred and eighty percent, bro. Yeah, eighty percent, South bro. Jersey, bro. Bro, humidity. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was. Remember that was one of my favorite smells from the Masters. Was. Um, Was the The beer. out beer. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe that, maybe that you, you, you inception that into my head. No, but that's a
0: universal. I think that's genuinely a universally appreciated smell, or at least a nostalgic one. It absolutely is. Like they're very, very specific
2: memories tied to that smell. We, we were, we were pretty responsible that week. So like we didn't have any of those personal experiences with that, (laughs) with that smell. True. Uh, But, the the GGT meat and
0: potatoes questions are are good like party starters, let me tell y'all. It's true. Maybe we should make like a fucking game, a a branded game, and oh. we'll sell it for like three easy payments of $19.99 or something. After pay. Please. Yeah. Please don't Klarna. please don't sell please <laughs> this idea. Firm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to pay please. for this fucking game that we made. It's just five <laughs> questions. It's five questions.
1: <laughs> please pay us eighty dollars. <laughs> It it something to tell. With,
0: yeah, it also comes with a frozen steak and a a bassinet of scalloped potatoes. <laughs> and some cooked Miller Lights. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> responsibly. Um, what else? Okay, so that was the that was like the inception of of chatting with Rory. What what else stuck out to you? The the poise
2: and the professionalism that the alumni had like mm, yeah. they they make yeah. college kids different these days like oh, they have real, goals yo. and shit like they have like <laughs> no. they have vision, boards. <laughs> they have vision boards they had 4.0s. They, they they watched us I use this a lot um they <laughs> they watched us uh, flip the first pancakes in the in the they 2010s did. they were like Man, that ain't it. Y'all got y'all got college wrong.
0: I know they, the skillet uh, wasn't
2: hot when we went through college. Okay, like, no, the butter wasn't even melted. Not you could even melt butter on them skillets, and they saw right through it. And they went into college with a game plan. Uh, all four of them already have jobs. They're graduating. Uh, it, well, they, they they're probably graduated now. Um, first T, their their first T chapter graduates but college graduates now and um they have like a purpose and a a a north star and like yeah it is incredible to see a why (laughs) (laughs) my why in
0: college was to get the hell out of college (laughs) i can't i can't legally disclose what my why was in college (laughs) 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 Um, we'll take you at that (laughs) Yeah, I, I think mean, we're
1: I think I think we're deep enough into this pod that hopefully not too many people are listening. But I've never disclosed this before um, on the on the show. But um, one of the reasons why I stopped playing college golf is because I was uh, on academic probation. Oh <laughs> shit! So so I I was I was not allowed to play on the golf team. Um. And then you went once uninvited from the golf team and then once <laughs> and then once the g p a was was in a better place, I just didn't want to play golf anymore and it and and actually was involved in other things oh, interesting. but a lot of times I'll just say like oh yeah, I just got really busy with you know student government and like my job- my 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 job and and other fun things, and you know, I just stopped playing golf, but no i mean i the golf team kind of separated themselves from me due to my you know.
0: We Some can't have rate. this anchor tanking our collective <laughs> team GPA because yeah. teams get fucking judged on that shit. It's crazy. That's wild. Real quick, was it was it one class or was it? And if this is too much, stop me. Oh it, no, was it's fine. It, was it one class or were you just like ah, fuck it?
1: Um, <laughs> no, it was it was uh, I I was failing a class and then I dropped it, but then I didn't uh, real I didn't realize that that when you drop a class that you're failing that, it like everything else slides down with it. Yes. So it's it not, like, even,
0: it's, a, you don't not get a grade. It's a withdrawal. It's a with- yes. 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 Which is w- apparently worse, which is
1: apparently worse than just getting an F. So, I had a it's WD like, on the transfer, so too. when you got a WD and then when you got like a D and then like, you know, a bunch of C's, it, 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 it the, the 3.0 goes to like a 1.9 really quickly, real you know? quick. So, yeah. So I was an hey. idiot. Um, <laughs> but you know, we turned it around. You made it though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an adult now. That was, they gave, they gave me a diploma. They gave me a diploma. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyways, these these jabronis had 4.0s, right? <laughs> 4.0 pluses. Nerd. How do you even yeah. do that? I know. Them, them AP courses. But you're absolutely right. Like they they had unbelievable. Like their character with like character. Yeah. Was incredible
2: yeah what and and uh even like character <laughs> characters how you are <laughs> when no one is watching but like for real like <laughs> golf is like that that game that really puts that to the test too but like yes they, they had everybody watch it because they had Mac. everyone was watching <laughs> yes. but still like good shot bad shot didn't matter it was like all right let me shake it off keep going i don't know what I would do if I hit a bad shot in front of Rory McIlroy, like truly, like I would quit golf. I would jump in the lake. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'd moonwalk out of there. Just <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, go, he go play me out.
2: Uh, I told you uh, in college I was the king of the the Irish goodbye. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, I it's so let, move. if my if my
0: ball uh, ended up in the woods, I just wouldn't come out. Just be like, I'm gonna go look for that, yep. and then never come back.
1: It's like Brad Roland, on hole two. We I don't know where Brad. Went. It, yeah.
0: yeah, there's <laughs> an open investigation. Where is Brad? <laughs> <laughs> we lost
1: Brad. You Need an air tag on Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was, uh, I was extremely impressed. Um, obviously, uh, they were amazing golfers, but yeah, just the 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 people that they were, not just what you saw on paper, but how they interacted in you know with Rory with us with everyone that, that came into contact with them. It was just, it was amazing to see. And you know, you know, if, if more people, if the, the young people are like that, I feel like the future is, is bright and, and, you know, we can take a, a sigh of uh, relief if, if the future is in the hands of people like that, because yeah, they, they made me feel good. Um, yeah. They, they were, they were great. A great group of people to, to be around for a couple of days. For
0: sure golf uh, is golf is better with them in it absolutely 100 absolutely
2: A million, and
1: million percent
0: seeing them interact with the the kids
2: that uh well they, they like were the, the actual kids the actual kids yeah so so right. um the actual kids from the first tee of metropolitan dc seeing them interact with the alumni the day before um was like just just confirmation of that. They just like they right. got it. They just they know what they're doing. Like
0: leaders in their community. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh my God, like you're about to have such a cool experience. Like they were soaking up that experience from them yeah. vicariously. And like that is so important. We talk so much about representation. We talk so much about like idols and create like having having somebody in your community, whatever community that is to look to and be like that that's I can do that too right that if he can do that if she can do that they can do that I I can do that too right and and that's what that's what we got to see with the first tee that was so cool yeah I thought you know that for me was Allen
2: Iverson I thought I could be Allen Iverson um (laughs) he was in my community you know I got to meet him you know (laughs) (laughs) but I I should have had more Lenard's I had
0: all I had was Al's. <laughs> should
2: we sing happy
0: birthday to Richie mm. yo I'm not trying to sing right now yeah I don't, I don't know, want to Drew sing but let's just bust an ass voice I right have now
1: no, I have no voice happy birthday <laughs> I'm gonna sound like Marge Simpson's sister up in here
2: <laughs> you sound like Gerald Johansson of when he got his tonsils taken out
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on moonlight Bird. <laughs> oh man no. um, but yeah that's a good point so for real though today is March 31st tomorrow is June 1st May this 31st this episode fuck me <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did that today too I had to get a rental car and I rented it for the wrong month supposed so we had to cancel it and then I had to redo it anyways <laughs> today is May 31st tomorrow is June 1st um, this episode will be live a week from today May s- June seventh, fuck me. Um, but tomorrow, June first, is Richie Etheridge's birthday. So we're recording this the day before his birthday, but he's not gonna re- he's not gonna hear it until the day a week after his birthday. Big Richie, you have been a
2: day one, like showing love on. All of our content, on all of our mm-hmm. posts, uh, as Group Golf Therapy, the collective, and also individually, you are a real one holding it down for us in Georgia, and we just appreciate you, bro. Like, you
1: <laughs> you really that guy. Happy birthday, Richie. Happy birthday, Richie. I Happy mean, birthday. The, the fact that you, you were watching the IG Lives when we had like six <laughs> people on. <laughs> One of we had, one. We had we had six people watching or one people watching. <laughs> man, it was it was Richie. Richie was that guy. So, happy birthday, my man! Can't wait to tee it up with you soon. Um,
0: real quick before we go, let's dive into our BetterHelp moment of clarity. So, new sponsor on the podcast BetterHelp. Really exciting, like genuinely really exciting. You, this is a mental health podcast. We shouldn't have to pitch you on therapy, but therapy through BetterHelp is. Terrific! We've all been using it. It's very helpful for me, uh, especially living sort of a transient lifestyle. So um, I can access a therapist wherever I go. Doesn't have to be in my state of residence. Doesn't have to be you know it can just be wherever I'm at, and that's that's super helpful. So if you go to BetterHelp.com/ggt, you get ten percent off your first month of service. So do that for us. BetterHelp.com/ggt. For ten percent off your first month of service, this is our BetterHelp moment of clarity. We have an intention card. That um, do you guys want to pull one?
2: I would love to.
0: Do it, Dude, Brad. Get in there. Do it. Get those. Get those
2: mitts. Get those mitts in there. Our first uh, BetterHelp moment of clarity card. Integrity. Mm. Integrity to me has been so important over the last few months as I am kind of reigniting and restarting my journey through mental health, I had a a major setback. And now I'm in a place where I'm taking my thoughts and my actions and how I treat other people, how I talk to other people, how I interact with other people so seriously. and, And I know that my words and my actions are important. And online and offline. I do my best not to overexert myself. If I'm not feeling it, I do my best not to uh, give energy to things that don't serve me. That is integrity to me and showing integrity, displaying integrity to myself um, because I am my number one fan. And uh, if I'm not taking care of myself, then I can't be anything to anyone else.
0: Hmm.
1: Wow. (laughs) that that, that was a tough act to follow um no I, i think integrity to me it's something it's it's really hard to fake integrity in the world whether it's your personal life whether it's your your online persona and to me it's something that's always been been really important and it's like you know your your yes means yes that sort of thing like that's kind of how i was raised and and i try to enact that in my life i try to um show that to my kids that that you know your word is your word and and like if you don't have integrity then then like what do you have in this world mm-hmm. um you can have you know all of the success and money and things but if people can't believe what you're saying uh, you know i i think that you you don't really have a whole lot going for you so and i i think the world might not necessarily that's not really the world's image of like how you're looking to to be successful uh maybe but uh to me yeah integrity is is uh it's really important and i i hope that i i showcase that in in how i interact with people with friends with strangers and uh and on my my online persona because it's it's really important yeah that's really, really good so. too i love that
0: um I feel like what I have to say about integrity is sort of a, a combo of what both of you said, drew. I like how you put like, you want your yes to be your yes. And that's Mm. how you grew up and were raised. And for me right now, I think something I've struggled with is, and this is, this is a historical struggle for me as well, but um, I, I tend to say yes to too much. I think I, I take too much on my plate. Eyes bigger than stomach. and, I get, and that, that leads to, to things falling off of that plate or staying on the plate and not being finished and, or, or being finished with less gusto and less enthusiasm Mm -hmm. than they should be. And so what I'm working on right now, I think is, is trying to instill more integrity in what I know that I can take on in a given situation, whether that's work, whether that's social commitments, um, you know, whether that's just a conversation with my mom, right? It's like, I, I, I need to do a better job of staying true to what I know that I can accomplish and providing integrity through that. And that's, it's, it's a poignant card to get right now, especially as, you know, I have a, I have a stretch of two months ahead of me where I'm going to be like fully on the road. And so, living in even more shaky circumstances in the next 2 months I need to be really honest with myself about what I can take on what is not going to work and um you know because at the end of the day I think what you said Brad as well about like I I can be my own biggest fan as well and if if I'm not taking care of myself in those situations then I can't take over any uh, I can't take care of anyone else so integrity massive massively important um i think it's probably one of the values of the first t that they teach you um and yeah i think uh that about wraps us up better help moment of clarity
2: man integrity boom uh i loved uh, recapping the time we had in dc it was nice to relive that with you guys again um and you know let's not make it too long till the next one shall we (laughs)
0: let's do it again soon (laughs) run it back you know what to find (laughs) us that was fun guys I love you guys very much I love y'all
2: too